0: That's how it starts, the fever, the rage, the feeling of powerlessness that turns good men
1: cruel. Welcome, I'm Andrew Dice. And I'm Stephen Colbert. And this is Batman v Superman by the minute a podcast re-watching, dissecting, and discussing Batman v Superman one single minute at a time. We've arrived at minute 93. I believe at this point, Superman is still mid-scene with Jason Hewley as the paramedic on the steps of the Capitol building. I I really only have a few words to say to you, Stephen, and that is, I think you've suffered a head injury. Thank you. uh, I'm gonna need a room to work. Bam, you suffered a head injury my light with your eyes i i call this out only because it's barely perceptible audio but when superman hands the woman over to the paramedic as we mentioned before you hear him start to say you've you have you've suffered a head injury but you can make out and the subtitles have him saying i need you to follow my light with your eyes yes. which is such a such a ridiculously, it's a totally normal, totally normal thing anybody would say. But man, in the context of Superman, it is just—it can't not mean the other thing that that means in regards to Superman. You will give them something to strive towards. They will join you in the light. They'll follow your light with their eyes. Yeah, I was. I love. I love the line, and I don't know if I never noticed it without the,
0: the subtitles. And I, I kind of wish a little bit that, that it was more audible, but um, I agree completely.
1: When I, when I read the line, I was like, that is, like, twist the knife, why don't you? <laughs> Unfortunately, as that lady's eyes are following Jason's light, Superman's eyes are scanning the dead that are outside the building. And we had mentioned before in the previous minute how he must be thinking that this all happened because I came here. And now... I can't help what is happening. And this feels like it is just layering on one after the other where he looks around and sees two things. One of them is that, and you alluded to this, people hurt and people helping them Uh and people dead because of him that can't be helped. Uh, Like if there was ever a scene to make Superman question, am I making things better or worse by being here? I feel like this is... That's kind of what we've been circling around uh, for him. But this just drives it home perfectly. I guess you could
0: say say even three things, though, because you see people hurt people other than him helping them, people dead, and then press with cameras. And he is like the most like he's he's standing there (laughs) and he's Superman and he's standing on the steps of the Capitol doing nothing because there's nothing for him to do. And I feel like he makes eye contact with Lois. And that's kind of. To me, that's what that, I mean, there's a lot of, I think that they say with their eyes there, but I think one of the biggest things is he's, he's, he's seeing himself and he's like, they see me standing. Like, what am I, like, what
1: am I supposed to do? Yeah. Like what, what does this look like? And is that correct? Is how this looks that I am just, what is the point of me even being here? Is that actually true? Should I not have come?
0: Yeah. And the, the sort of feeling that we're describing also, it reminds me very much of Uh, Like, what Lex accomplished reminds me of Joker in The Dark Knight when Batman is just beating him in the interrogation room. What's the line? All all, all these skills and all this muscle, and it's, like, useless to you. Like, you're not going to get from me what you want. Like, your abilities are not going to save the day right now. And that's just, like, such a supervillain position to put somebody in where it's like, yes, you're Superman. Yes, you can do anything. But I created a scenario that makes you powerless.
1: Yeah. I think you misspoke there. I think the Joker's line is, what do you do all those pushups for if you can't even <laughs> lift a bloody log? <laughs> yeah, that's right. That's right. Thank you. I, I was trying to. I, I will call out because we've mentioned a lot about how Henry Cavill and Amy Adams have a lot of moments that are their eyes. Or it's trading on what you know their relationship must be like. And the way that he looks at her, it's almost like he heard her say something like under her breath. And then, yeah, they have the the look that is like the way anyone who loves someone would look at the person they love when they're helpless. I can't console you. I I want to talk to you, but we're we're probably still not. We can't in public, you know. Yeah, I think that's the
0: other situation. The other thing about that situation is he wants the only thing that he needs in that moment is to talk to her probably, but he can't. It'll, it's bad. it will be bad for her. It'd be bad for Fall him on his
1: knees again and grab onto her like in man of steel.
0: Yeah. So yeah. So he just scoots.
1: <laughs> yeah. He takes off and she looks sad because he's, she can't say anything. I, I do like the detail that he can now gently lift up to not bother the people around him. And then once he's high enough, then go supersonic uh, as opposed to the take a step back um, that mm-hmm. we're seeing from, from his journey there. Well, and it's so I don't know. I'm trying to think of a of a reasonable comparison. It reminds
0: me of, like, spilling a drink at a party and then being like, well, it's time for me to go home. Like, how do you make oh, that? Oh, yeah, he is like, running away. Like, how do you make that exit without being like, yes, this is because I'm embarrassed. But no, it's not because I'm embarrassed. I have somewhere to be, like... <laughs>
1: Yeah. It's I just so, have to leave here as fast as possible and not look back.
0: Yeah, I just have, have to embrace the fact that everyone is going to see me fleeing the scene. And I, you know, maybe he could have stuck around and but he was already he was already asked kindly by the the paramedics. He's like, oh, I need some space here." Yeah. And I feel like it's interesting cuz it, it, there's a little bit of controversy surrounding this where I feel like a lot of people wanted to see him like helping hold ice packs for people <laughs> or something like that. Like that seems like a very cat saving a cat from a tree. Kind of moment, but I think that's the kind of the world that are constructed for Superman here is that I think especially having the press like with the shot of Lois, he sees Lois and she's the the focal point at the center of this shot. But once you kind of take your eyes off the focal point, look at all the cameras that are pointed directly at him, and maybe he should have stuck around and helped people. We're not I'm not saying he made the right the right call, but I think the emotion communicates exactly why he he was kind of paralyzed and like, I can't be here.
1: It's also like, clearly this has been a long process. So Mm -hmm. this is very much like he has reached the ending where, Hey, what do you do once you no longer can get people out or, you know, pull people out of the rubble or listen for survivors. Now it's just, well, now we don't need you uh, Mm -hmm. anymore. And the guilt, (laughs) Of why this happened. It's not like some crazy disaster happened and he showed up. It's that the bomb was waiting for him to arrive. And when he did, it killed everybody.
0: And what are you going to do? Be like, I uh, just wanted to say, yeah, Um, I don't think I'm not taking responsibility, but also I feel like
1: maybe if I hadn't come, like <laughs> there's, yeah. yeah, that that's the, the thing also that is we, we didn't mention that. And I think it, it's good in this context to talk about it. The look on his face when he's in the fire in the capital, there is an air of inevitability, like to his expression. Like he's not shocked. It's almost like he's resigned to, I knew this. Yeah. Well, in, in the same this way, this is what I get for
0: trusting or, or taking a leap of faith. I feel almost like it's, it's a weird, we talked about Finch's final exhale, um, at the end of the last episode and it's not the same cause it's not his moment of death, but I feel a very similar exhale of this is my life. Like this, I am meant to. Survive things that kill other people and to witness it and to deal with it like that is that is my
1: lot, my purpose in the world is to yeah now that I'm causing it, what do I do with that like June it didn't go the way that she thought it was going to, but for Clark, it seems like it definitely went the way that he thought it was going to Superman must leave must there leave a Superman? There goes one. Superman leaves, Lois is sad. We then cut to an insertion of Zack Snyder's handheld independent movie starring Jeremy Irons residing in the American wilderness. Or like the most captivating J. Crew commercial I've ever seen in my life. And it's it's fascinating well cuz yeah like you said the, the handheld
0: camera gives us like a very much like the sense of tension and there's something about chopping wood also that it's just it's so i don't know there's a purpose but it's also mundane that there's this there's a subtle tension of like i think maybe how we were just talking about like how finch is taken out and you were saying that alfred is that other moderator the, i think the kind of the point here is that he is useless to stop superman or to stop batman yeah he's useless at at withholding or holding back Bruce any longer from his kind of path of destruction, and also lots of praise for Zimmer this minute. <laughs> lots of praise for Zimmer and lots of Dark Knight comparisons. The the music yeah. at this point really reminds me of that Joker score from the Dark Knight, because what he did with with that, I remember reading he he scored like a whole song for Joker, and then just removed notes yeah. from it until he had like two notes. And I don't know if I'd even make the comparison if it wasn't if it wasn't Zimmer, but it accomplishes the same, the same feeling of this. Just it's not right. Things have been things were so close to being good. Right, Superman was gonna talk to Finch. He was at the microphone. He could have. You know, Finch was about to expose Lex. Like things were, justice was going to be seen, and now the witness is dead. The both witnesses are dead. The senator who was heading it up is dead. Superman was at the scene. Bruce's P.S. Uh, PTSD is triggered. S-
1: things have been set in motion that nobody can stop. I will point out, totally echoing the fact that something is not right, I hate to say a, a bad word about Mr. Jeremy Irons, but he does completely miss the log on that second swing.
0: Well, what... Well, how about we just assume that that was intentional in the script? It was actually phenomenal acting. Oh, then he made then he made it look like it was an accident? Yeah. It it just feels that much more natural. Yeah. I mean, you're not going to hit the log every time. Mm. Actually, in fact, it would be suspect
1: if he hit the log every single time, don't you think? You make some fantastic points, Stephen. Unfortunately, right on that axe swing is the end of the minute. I know that that's probably actually good news for you in, in spite of all this horror and ominous dread that... The minute is punctuated with a, with a swing of an ax. We can talk about Alfred's uh, like a little waistcoat. His, his, I his mean. Fashion is on point. Oh Chopping wood. Yeah. Yeah. T- t- he wears that chopping wood, man. And then even the, the way he swings, he carries the wood over his shoulder. Like there's still a virility to him. Like we, we've talked about he's older, but it's still, he's not to be messed with.
0: Do you think he put on that outfit? to chop wood in or do you think he was just wearing that all day and it just happened to be the perfect wood chopping outfit
1: oh yeah i assume those are just like his pajamas that he just started the day off in yeah picture alfred outside of what he's wearing you can't if you're gonna like sell an axe to a hipster like that's what
0: the model would be wearing but then you gotta wonder like well what if he's gonna work on the car later is he gonna go change into like car working clothes Like, my grandpa used to do that. when He had, like, lawn lawn mowing clothes and paper reading clothes and car working clothes. And he would just, like, Mr. Rogers change outfits every...
1: I could see. Well, he had that leather, you know, that leather, like, smock. I don't know what you call that. Apron earlier on. So, maybe... Yeah. I could see him having either that for working on the car or a canvas one or maybe some overalls that are tasteful. Yeah. I hate that you said hipster. I really hate that you said hipster. I I apologize. But it feels like very Urban Outfitters, like... (laughs) He, Alfred, could have walked out of a Mumford & Sons video, and I hate that. (laughs) I hate that you've now put that into my head. I am going to make an Alfred Mumford & Sons music video for you. Oh, no, God. Just put in the footage (laughs) of him swinging the axe. (laughs) Oh, my God, I hate it. That will do it for Minute 93. As always, give us your thoughts on... Alfred's fashion and any other part of this minute that you find uh, appealing maybe the part of the movie that seems to be more of substance if you want to be crazy but if you're listening to this podcast for this long you know that that's not entirely our style so if you'd like to support that strange hybrid of styles you are aware that you can always do that by going to patreon.com slash Snyder Minute you can follow us on social media at Snyder Minute and BVS by the Minutes also Justice League by the Minute I'm I'm delighted to say that that went from being a hypothetical to a very real part of what we are going to be doing in the coming oh, so exciting months,
0: possibly years, <laughs> possibly years. We've been doing this one for two years. Yeah. Right. Man. Wow. Yeah. We've been doing this one for two years now and, and we're not, we're 90 minutes into it. That movie is four hours long. <laughs> <laughs> It's an hour longer than this one we're not even gonna be halfway through that one by the
1: time we're two years into it true yeah maybe next time I'll, i won't talk about the accuracy of alfred swinging at firewood <laughs> <laughs> unless the people demand it which you can and which they seem to so until next time swing and a miss Welcome. I'm Andrew Dice, and I'm Stephen Colbert, and this is Batman v Superman, a podcast rewatching and discussing Batman v Superman, one minute at a time. Did I say by the minute? Nope. <sighs>